The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome to the to the morning show. Good, good morning. morning. How are good morning. you? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's election day. I was going to say good morning and welcome to election day, but welcome to the morning show. It is election day. Have you voted yet? I have not yet. I have not. There's so much to cover mm. and I haven't covered it all. There's probably too much on the ballot. There's, in Jackson County, there's more than 200 people in issues. And, yeah. And yeah, you can't pos everyone cannot possibly have done all their research on every single uh, line item. No. So so who are you voting for? Give me your two hundred <laughs> picks. <laughs> I do know who I'm voting for, but I it's personal. Oh it's personal. It's mm -hmm. personal. So the uh, governors uh, the governor race, um, I really I'll be honest, I don't think either of the candidates are great. Mm. Uh, a great representation of us, Michiganders, mm -hmm. in my opinion. If you look at them, I don't think they represent us that well. Uh, Whitmer has spent $15 million in campaigning and advertising in just the last two months. Isn't that amazing? And she's raised uh, an unprecedented $36 million since she was elected into office. Uh, both candidates have raised about... Uh, Whitmer and Dixon have raised about uh, four and a half million for Dixon, 4.8 million for Whitmer in the last few weeks leading into this uh, election day. So, uh, drop in the bucket compared to the total nationwide election spending, 16 billion dollars. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah, the fight for power and control. That's all it is. Yeah, the most expensive congressional race in the nation is here in Michigan. Alyssa Slotkin and Tom Barrett. Together have spent more than thirty-seven million what? dollars. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> I want to be one of those rich people that donates to the elections, but instead of donating to the election, I keep it. That's a good idea. Yeah, I would like yeah, to do that. People would so. stop doing that. Yeah, there's a lot of money, a lot of money, a mm -hmm. lot of power. Um, you know, the jail millage is on. I think that's one that mm -hmm. you know. I don't think people realize kind of how important that is, or or what that looks like. Of course, it's everyone's decision. Um, but I, I kind of think it's needed here mm -hmm. in Jackson. Uh, but I have no idea what to expect out of uh, out of really any of the uh, any of the races for sure. I just don't know. I I like it when all of the millages pass because it, it increases the value of the community we live in. Mm -hmm. So well, we have a critical one than the nine one one millage. Did you know if you call nine one one, it's a possibility you'll be put on hold. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. and mm -hmm. uh, you know, in other parts of the country, it's. Uh, it's a lot, a lot worse. So, uh, yeah, it's an important, important service. Today we'll be seeing all those I Voted stickers, and they're the, probably the ugliest, uh, most horrible designed things ever. So Ulster County in New York had a contest. They did this two years ago, and they did it again this year. They invited teenagers and pre-tweens 
to preteens, uh, preteens, tweens <laughs> to uh, enter their uh, designs, and they got 243,000 votes. Now these poor folks, Wendy, Shafiel, and Phoebe, they didn't get very many votes. Why? Because there was one design that just swept the internet. Hudson Rowan, a 14-year-old <laughs> kid in Marbletown, New York. Uh, got 93% of the votes, so that's the sticker that Ulster County printed up and distributed to all polling places in Ulster County, New York. You know, I keep an eye on Hudson, <laughs> folks. <laughs> but you uh, know what? That's fine. That's good. I like it. And them. I think it's attractive to kids who will. Uh, the idea. That's yeah. the idea. Yeah. Ellen and I were just running down Proposal Three on the way to school this morning. Oh. Woo! <laughs> That was a that was a good one. Did you read the whole thing? Uh, no, didn't read the whole thing. Did not read the whole thing. Um, I didn't win the Powerball, but I heard there well, was a, you don't know. a snafu. You don't know if you didn't win the Powerball. No one knows. There's some sort of an error with one of the states. There's 49, uh, I think 49 states are in the Powerball now. But there's a um, problem. A participating lottery had issues processing sales. So we might not know until late today who won the Powerball. This has if happened anyone. before. It's, a, it's never happened before. It's the record, no, no. world record. But Yes, it is the world record money. <laughs> but it has happened where there's been a technical difficulty. Mm. Where do they keep all the money? Where are they keeping it? I don't think it actually You is. don't think it goes into one spot in cash and then it comes out? Mm -hmm. No. Well, it would be a lot, lot more fun if it did. I stopped at the uh, Crimson Oak Wood Company Sippin' Shop last night. Oh, how was that? It was a lot of fun. I don't have any photos, but it was, uh, it was packed. It was very cool. It was, it was nice to see. It's kind of the uh, early first holiday party of mm -hmm. the season. It's a cool place. It is a cool place, mm -hmm. yeah. It was, uh, it was packed. Uh, power is still out in parts of Michigan due to Saturday's sweeping windstorms with 65 mile an hour winds, more than 2,000 lines were taken down by consum Consumers Energy reporting. They had 2,000 lines down. They brought an additional 100 crews in. Their concern was they would have maybe some polling places that didn't have electricity. As of uh, this morning, only um, 16 in Jackson County remain without power. 16 customers. Just 16. Huh? Just 16. Uh, Iosco and Alcona counties are the uh, two counties in Michigan with uh, still a large hmm. percentage of their population still without power. Really? Mm -hmm. Do you know where Iosco County is? Uh, Noah. <laughs> uh, there's only 12 thousand people that live in, and it's right up there on the Sunrise Coast. Near Hale? Near, uh, that's where Tawa City is. Oh, Tawa City, yeah, mm -hmm. we know Tawa City. Yeah. Uh, Tawa City, home of, uh, what is that NFL player, Brandon? He went to Saginaw Valley, he caught two touchdown passes from Aaron Rodgers against Detroit at the buzzer. No one knows. No one knows, we'll have that information later in the show. Uh, speaking of football, Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh is uh, pushing Blake Corum for the Heisman. I am too. I think he should win. I think he should be a candidate. You mm -hmm. have to have candidates, and uh, he certainly looks like uh, a top candidate to me. Michigan basketball off to a good start. They beat Purdue Fort Wayne last night. Uh, Hunter Dickinson, the big star. Yeah, I didn't go to the game, unfortunately. Uh, we had girls basketball practice, oh. which, as you know, once that starts, that's all I think about, mm -hmm. as you know. Right. So. 
Last night, former President Donald Trump made a, made a big announcement that he would be making a bigly announcement on November 15th. What could that be? Uh, that he's going to run for president. <laughs> right? That's the only thing. That's the only thing that it could be. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Um, who knows? I have an announcement I'm going to make on the 15th. Thank you, Noah. Jeff Janis oh, from Tawas. He played quarterback at Tawas area and then went to Saginaw Valley, played wide receiver, and ended up in the pros. Janis. Jeff uh, Janis. Now, if you need to know where to vote, um, visit michigan.gov slash SOS because uh, you might be surprised. You might have a new polling place. You definitely have a new district and a new Senate district, new House district, and maybe a new county district. And... Every single American has something on the ballot today. Just give Every me one single. thing you're voting for. Tell me one thing. One thing I'm voting for? One thing for? you're voting yes for or no for. Come on, tell me one. If, if I tell you one, you tell me one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm voting for the 911 millage. I'm voting for the jail millage. There you go. There you go. All right, Governor. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know if I'm going to vote for Governor, actually. I don't know if I'll get to that, even though it's at the top. I like to start at the bottom and uh, work my up, mm. way up to the top. Uh, I love living in Jackson, and Heather Herndon and the entire Herndon team love living here. They love selling real estate here, and we do too. And each week, Heather reminds us of a great reason why we love living in Jackson. And since 1930, a and Meat Market has established a tradition of personal service and the finest quality meats, including choice cuts of beef, pork, and chicken. They're they They've got the meats. Yeah, the yes. real meats. The real meats. Not those fake meats. Yeah, A&A legendary. Uh, 35 varieties of homemade fresh and smoked kielbasa and sausage. Choose A&A for your Thanksgiving turkey. Located at 2422 Page Ave. That's A&A Market. And they always have um, like garlic toasts and mm -hmm. spreads and things that you can fill your basket with. Mm -hmm. um, even when you're going in there just for their uh, quality meat section. Thanks to Heather Herndon and the entire Herndon team at Howard Hanna Real Estate Services. Today's show is uh, being brought to you by our good friends at Vermeulen's Home Furnishings. Vermeulen's for uh, over 75 years yeah. has been uh, outfitting the uh, community's living rooms and bedrooms and offices and patios and so much more a family-owned company providing great support to the community. And it's still time if you want to get something new for the holidays. Vermeulens would love to see you on West Michigan Avenue in Jackson. We've got a very uh, timely segment we're going to show. Of course, you've seen a lot of tree, tree branches down and oh, trees yeah. down over the last uh, few weeks with I, all the storms. I drove over one. You did drive over mm -hmm. one. Uh, I had a chance to talk with Chad Fox. He's the owner at Professional Tree Care and. We had him out. Let's take a look. I'm here with Chad Fox, owner of Professional Tree care 
and uh, man, it's a busy year for you guys because trees just don't stop growing. We're, uh, we're here today out on a job site and uh, you really have to be careful. Uh, trees, they can kind of creep up and get pretty close to your house. Yes, for sure. We came out here a couple weeks ago and uh, looked the property over. There's some tree, there's some limbs that are encroaching the roof line and then there's some stuff kind of drooping down. So we're gonna take care of that today, kind of elevate everything, get away from the house and uh, make it a little bit safer. So you guys do everything from uh, tree trimming, land clearing, um, but this home maintenance stuff, it seems to me like it's something that maybe people tend to overlook and then next thing you know they have a big branch down or a storm comes and uh, they see a tree that they maybe wish they took care of. Correct. So usually a lot of the maintenance stuff comes into play like after a big storm. So uh, a tree will come down on a house or in their yard and then they're really concerned about the rest of their trees. So we'll come out there and do an evaluation and uh, we'll put them on a maintenance plan. So kind of like we're doing here today. Um, what are some uh, some interesting jobs that you guys have had to, to do along the years? So we've done, we actually done a job right around the corner from here a few years ago. Uh, big white oak tree right through a house, kind of destroyed the whole house. So that's kind of our specialty is the storm work. Uh, we have a crane and a lot of trees during the storms they'll come through structures and we'll get called out and we'll pick them out of the house. and you know, make a hole, so. Wow, so you know, you're dealing with uh, people at a stressful time in their lives, and I know you have a wonderful uh, staff. Talk a little bit about uh, your staff that you have working for you. Okay, so so my wife, she uh, she handles all the office work. She's been with me since, uh, since about the time COVID started. She was a waitress for 20 years, so okay. she has excellent customer service skills. Uh, my dad, he does all my estimates. So he's been in the industry for about 15 years. Okay. And then I kind of manage the day to day. Um, I've got some guys that have uh, worked for me for 10, 15 years. So it's kind of a family atmosphere. A lot of guys uh, know me a long time, so. And you also do a lot of work for, uh, a lot of commercial work, a lot of work for municipalities in the county as well. Yes, so we work for Jackson County. We have one dedicated crew that does removals. Um, we're doing a project right now for the Village of Concord. Uh, we've done work for Hanover. We've done some work for consumers, so we've kind of done a little bit of everything. So, how did you first uh, get into the business, or when did you when did you realize that this was going to be a, a career of yours? So, when I met my wife, her her stepdad was a tree trimmer. Okay. He worked at consumers, and uh, back then I didn't know what I wanted to do. And he he gave me an opportunity to work in Reading, Michigan, doing line clearance, and he trained me on the weekends and. I fell in love with it, so been doing it for 22 years now, and it's been been a great career. That's so. pretty. That's pretty cool, and it's something that uh, people should leave to the professionals. So I love you have professional in your name. We've all seen hundreds of YouTube videos of people trying to do tree trimming or tree removal, and it always ends up bad, doesn't it? It does, especially when there's a ladder involved. So, you have gotta... you have uh, have you ever had to rescue people that have tried to uh, do their own tree removal? I wouldn't say rescue per se the person, but we've had we've been called in to finish the job that didn't go as as planned. So yeah. So if someone calls, someone calls your office, and uh, they they're gonna have some questions, maybe about uh, a routine maintenance checkup. What uh, what are they gonna experience? What's um, what's that customer gonna hear? What are they gonna know? So they're gonna they'll call the office and talk to my wife, and she'll get them put on a schedule. And usually within two to three days, we'll get out there and we'll do an on-site evaluation and see what their concerns are, and we'll try and take care of those concerns for them. Now, I uh, as we're getting into the cold weather, is this a seasonal business, or are you uh, are you working uh, year-round even in these frigid uh, cold temps? 
So it used to be somewhat seasonal, but we, we've been year-round for the past five years. So um, fall and winter, best time to trim your trees, especially oak trees. So we've got a lot of oak prunes coming up. So What's the best uh, piece of equipment uh, that you guys have in your trucks or that you would never, uh, you would never leave? So equipment-wise, I, I just bought a spider lift from Italy a couple years ago. And that thing, I wouldn't trade that for the world. I mean, it, I can go through a three-foot gate. It's got 92 foot of reach. I can pretty much go anywhere with it. So I would say that's probably the best piece we have. That's awesome. Well, I want to thank you uh, for uh, being on with us today. It's uh, it's cool getting to uh, to see your guys work. And if anyone needs work, uh, please give Chad a call at Professional uh, Tree Care. Appreciate it, Chad. Awesome work done by uh, Chad Fox and PTC. I noticed that homeowner had a shed, which uh, <laughs> means I've they must be doing well. I've never seen that shed before. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing in it. But yeah, no, thanks to uh, PTC. Um, of course, great great time uh, of the season to get your uh, your house ready. I'm sure you got a lot of trees hanging close to windows. Well, they home. let you put, you know, anything in the chipper? I didn't ask, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I had an old couch I, I wanted to remove, <laughs> but no, I just just lumber in the, uh, in the chipper, at least mm -hmm. in that chipper. Uh, I've got some uh, games on deck for you, thanks to uh, Extreme Dodge. We've got a little schedule. Here's what's happening mm -hmm. tonight. Volleyball regionals regionals, which means you're doing very well. Grass Lake and Hanover 5, Dansville and Powamo at 7. Winners will play Thursday night, and that's at beautiful Springport High School. They have a wonderful gym, um, so hop on out. Check that out. Good volleyball in the area. Mm -hmm. Starting today, people could be trapped on I-94 if you want to get off in Jackson. Uh, you can't get off at Elm Road if you're heading east. Uh, you won't be able to get off uh, on 127 South from eastbound mm -hmm. until Thursday. So plan accordingly, pack a sandwich, and uh, use your maps. Yeah, use your maps for sure. Yeah. I've been, anytime I've been coming in from uh, like the Ann Arbor area, I've been getting off at exit 145 and just not seeing what's up there. Mm -hmm. uh, because I, there's been a few times where you get ready to get onto 127 South and uh, all of a sudden you're in a traffic jam. Stand the, the, still. The Divergent Diamond is going to open uh, at the end of this week. I've been trying to explain for people <laughs> how to use that, and uh, it's very simple. Just follow the lights. Who's mm -hmm. on the show today? Got a great show coming up. Zoe Lyons will join us after this quick commercial break. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barracks. Barracks creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barracks, empowering data insights. 
Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. Night Lights is back again this year. The eighth annual 5K Fun Run and Walk at MIS Saturday, November 19th. Sign up for that. You get to uh, run through the wonderful lights at Night Lights. Visit nightlightshow.com for more information to sign up. And they also have a cool train that you're able to rent. Uh, so if you have a large staff or a large family, you can rent their new train that will drive you through the light show. And that's all at MIS. Show today is also brought to you by US Staffing Agency, your complete employment specialist. Thanks to US Staffing Agency for helping us bring you today's show. Joining us now is the Jackson Director of the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, Zoe Lyons. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning. Good to see you. Thank you, good to see you. Have you voted yet? Not yet. As soon as we're done here, I'm headed home to pick up my husband and stand in line. I should have voted yesterday. I talked to uh, my wife who was out of town and she just went to Summit Township and voted and it was like there was no nothing. I think we did that last year. Yeah, or I gotta do whenever, that. Yeah. So yeah. I, she, I didn't take her advice and I'm gonna go stand in line with the, right. with the folks today. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder how many husbands and wives cancel each other out. Probably the majority. <laughs> I would think that the majority, majority do. No, I have no idea. I don't know <laughs> That's how many, a great question. I don't know how many couples sit down at the dinner table and talk about all of, all of that, you know, but. Uh, well, in the old days, the, the husband would say, here's who you're voting <laughs> yeah. for. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's not happening that anymore. That does not happen mm -hmm. like that no. anymore. So. If someone tells you who to vote for, do the opposite. Mm. Well, mm. <laughs> just depends. Let's try that. Ready? No, no. <laughs> vote. Vote as you want to vote. Yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But vote. But right. vote, for but sure. Vote. Mm -hmm. So after Election Day, the next holiday, oh my gosh, Thanksgiving is almost here, Zoe. Well, the next holiday is Veterans Day. Oh, yes, right, Veterans right, Day. Veterans yes. Day. Yes, um, Yes, Thanksgiving is almost here, mm -hmm. believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And uh, Thanksgiving, uh, you know, people, um, that's time, the whole holiday season for a lot of people is a, a, a rough time. Mm -hmm. What are um, some of the ways that you're suggesting people maybe get support um, during the holiday season? Mm -hmm. Well, I would say start thinking about it now because time does really pass. And, um, and frankly, if you're struggling, you're really thinking about today. So um, mm -hmm. it is, it's something different to say, maybe start thinking about it now. Uh, we're starting to gather the places where people can go for meals. Mm -hmm. um, so the only place I know right now is that St. Demetrius Orthodox Church um, who we sort of worked with last year for our families that were living in hotels. Mm -hmm. um, they're gonna do a, a Thanksgiving meal again for, nice. for folks, um, specifically those living in hotels who don't have a kitchen, don't, mm -hmm. their refrigerator is, you know, yay big and can't hold anything and you can't cook. And yeah. um, so, um, so we're really excited that, that they're um, wanting to do that again. And then there are some other churches, I think, in the area who um, either do to-go meals, so you can, you know, kind of go through and pick something up and take it um, back. Um, the shelter uh, always has food available um, for the community. And mm -hmm. so just really start thinking about what fits for you if someone needs transportation. So at St. Demetrius, they are going to be picking people up. Cool. Um, and, and bringing them in. And I know last year there was a family that um, 
I remember the mom had, I don't know, five five kids, I think, but she dressed them to the tea mm -hmm. to come mm -hmm. in and have Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. And, um, but you don't have to. You come as you are. It's just a, a welcoming place to, to get a, a, a Thanksgiving meal. Thanksgiving's a great holiday to open mm -hmm. uh, the table up to, to maybe some family that uh, doesn't have any other family in the area or some friends that, you know, have lost loved ones. Exactly. Thanksgiving's a great holiday to, uh, to really have people at the table that you don't even know that right. well. And we've done we've that done many, that. many times, mm -hmm. not by choice always, <laughs> but no, we've been at some Thanksgivings with uh, our family and extended family and there's always uh, yeah there's always you know someone always has an extra person my so mother cool. used to do that when I was growing up she worked at the Flint Public Library mm. and so she would you know people would come in that yeah. didn't have anywhere else to go and she they would find her that's cool and so mm -hmm. we would have them at our Thanksgiving table uh, Chelsea Hospital also is doing a free um, Thanksgiving wonderful meal. remember we had uh, that the aunt from Christmas vacation at our Thanksgiving one year? Oh, yes, the aunt from Christmas Who vacation. Who gave the blessing? Uh, <laughs> no. The blessing. Yeah, the blessing. The blessing. <laughs> yeah, we did have her. We've yeah. had a lot of characters at our uh, Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Got, uh, obviously, children in the uh, foster care uh, system. There's always still a need, mm -hmm. and you're looking for foster parents. Yeah, well, and just to connect that, we have some older children who are on independent living. What is that? Explain that. So um, independent living means they're, um, well, I, I <laughs> the, the policy says they're <laughs> yeah. old enough to live on their sure. own with support. With support. So typically they live with someone else, but they're maybe paying some rent sure. and they're working or going to, or going to school. Mm -hmm. Some do both, um, but just kind of, um, getting an opportunity to learn how to move into adulthood. Mm -hmm. um, but they also get a, a monthly stipend from our department. So instead of paying a foster parent, the, the youth themselves gets the money to pay for those things. Um, sometimes they do live in an apartment by themselves yeah. and their, their connected adult is close, but sure. not living with them. Um, and we have a number of, of youth that, that fit that. Even kids who are not on independent living but who used to be in foster care, we have an opportunity for them to stay involved with foster care, involved mm -hmm. uh, through something we call young adult voluntary foster care. And they will get a stipend and get some support. Um, but I'll be honest, some of our kids are just done with us. Mm -hmm. And, um, and they, they, don't, they don't really want any yeah. of that. Now they can come back if they find yeah. out it's too difficult. But these kids would also be kids that if you know them or see them to invite them for Thanksgiving, because mm -hmm. they might not have any place to go either. Is this program uh, or this pol mm -hmm. policy kind of a result of the need for foster parents uh, in our area? Um, I would say, I mean, it's a state program and it's been in existence forever. It's actually oh, wow. a placement is what mm -hmm. it's, it's the type of placement is called independent living. Um, and you know, a foster parent, a relative, a residential, those are mm -hmm. all types of placements and independent living is one of them. Um, but my guess is when it was first created years and years ago, it was because we probably had some youth that we did yeah. not have um, anyone willing to take them in. And uh, it's a different commitment to take in an older youth, but it is no less important to take in an older youth than it is to take in a, a two or three year old. You're looking for um, service providers that reflect the population. What do you mean by that? So, um, so we 
are really focused on something called the disproportionality of children of color in the child welfare system. So really from the beginning entry door of uh, Children's Protective Services mm -hmm. all the way through adoption. And um, one of the things that we've uh, paid attention to then is our race demographics. So we have more children of color in the foster care system than exist in our community. We also have um, almost, I think we have one, maybe two foster homes of color. So hmm. when we remove children from their parents um, for child abuse and neglect, our goal is really to put them in the most family-like, comfortable setting that they can be in. Hmm. And, um, and for children of color, that is gonna probably mean living with a family of color, mm -hmm. not going to a completely different culture sure. and living with a white family, sure. right? And so, um, so we're, we're looking to increase the diversity of our, our foster parents, as well as our service providers. Mm -hmm. You know, when we have um, a therapist who works with a family, um, you know, we would like our, the therapist to reflect sure. the, the per person that they're working with as well, so. It's amazing, only one or two. One or two. That's mm -hmm. amazing, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so there's yeah. a need, there's always a need. That's why we always talk about it when, uh, when you are Every here. Every time. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. DEI, that continues to be uh, part of your uh, focus, foci? Yes, yeah. Connected to the disproportionality piece, uh, making sure that my team of people in my office are culturally um, competent, for lack of a better term. I, we, I know that gets thrown around a lot, but um, you know, we've been getting some special training on how to engage with families around their race, ethnicity, and culture. And, um, and again, when we are able to connect with families in that way, then we can connect them to the mm -hmm. right service providers or the right you know, groups in the community who might be of support to them. And, um, and we're working, we just started a, an anti-racism transformation team in Jackson County, which is really exciting, where we have uh, members of my own uh, staff, but then we also have community members like um, Monica Moser and Selena Taylor and uh, Diane Washington. Um, so lots of great uh, members of our community who are, are gonna help us be better to serve the, the families around us. Great, well if anyone has questions, of course they can always call your office. Absolutely. For sure. Thanks so much for uh, being here today. Good luck in the voting lines. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Zoe Lyons from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. More of the morning show right after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. This Friday is the Jackson YMCA Party for a Cause at the American One Event Center. Fundraising for the strong kids strong communities campaign they'll have dinner cash bar live and silent auction and also uh, veteran recognition and they will honor the employee and volunteer of the year i hope you will join me at this event this friday it's the ymca party for a cause our show today is also also brought to you by how equipment tool or toy they have it how equipment located on lansing ave Joining us now from SAU Radio, Home.FM, and the Arbor FM, General Manager Tom Davis and Marketing Consultant Caitlin Sheets. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. 
Happy holidays. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. We love this time of year. It is. It's almost time. Is it already time? When is when is the full Christmas oh, music go? Thanksgiving Day officially. So it's yeah. coming up. It's coming quick. That's awesome. So we, we, we love this time of year. It's, it's, it's so fun. Uh, we become Jackson's Christmas music station. Yes. And that's it's. Yeah. And we love that, that distinction. Of course, here's all downtown Jackson and the speakers downtown. And, and we're back also this year as the official radio station for Night Lights. Oh, cool. Awesome. So it is so great that we got uh, a partnership back uh, as you're going in. Just tune to 1069 or even download our app. Cool. Either way, the music is going to go right with the lights. So. Awesome. Well, that's good to be back for that this year. That's awesome. Absolutely. Caitlin, you're new at SAU. Yes, I am. Yes, I've been there since middle of June, I would say, and it's been great. I love it there. What did you do before? How did you get to uh, how did you get to SAU Radio? Sure. So I attended Olivet College, and I was in my senior year looking for a place of work following graduation, mm -hmm. and I found the opportunity online, and I'm like. Let, let's apply, let's do it, see what happens. The worst Tom could say is, no, you're not hired. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I I've went heard in him for, say worse. <laughs> I, I believe it, no. Uh, but oh. I went in for an interview and it didn't really feel like an interview. It felt yeah. like a conversation, like I hung out with some great people for like an hour. Well, that's and, Tom. Um, yeah, it yeah. really is. And so following graduation, I got hired and went right in. So I was a awesome. student, essentially, just very cool. looking for my career to jumpstart. So now everyone, Caitlin Lund and I were talking ahead of time. Everyone assumes that Caitlin's a SAU grad and just stepping right in, but uh, yeah. not so not so fast. Tell us uh, how Caitlin's doing and what she's doing for SAU Radio. She's doing really great. Uh, she's again learning on the job and just getting involved in the community yeah. and. Uh, uh, she, her job is basically meeting uh, businesses and business owners and getting the word out about what we do and getting the word about what they do, so yeah. basically in sales. But I didn't tell you what, and she's just been a go-getter, and so we're so proud of that. Awesome. So. Downtown Christmas Parade is coming up too, and uh, Home.FM, always a big part of that. What, what's your involvement this year? Well, always we do a free uh, family movie, but uh, the only thing this year, a little change of venue. Uh, usually it's the Michigan Theater, but this year it's going to be the YMCA. So cool. we're excited about that. And of course, the Christmas story is a classic, you know, uh, yeah. classic Christmas story that uh, you're going to want to come and see. It's free, and this year's free refreshments as well. Uh, brought to you by Milo's, and we got popcorn out there. It's going to be a great time. Prizes. I love this movie. I mean, why not? I, th I think that they haven't had the sequel came out here recently, too. I saw that, so it's like really? perfect timing. Yeah, with some of the original cast, so. But if you want to see it free at the YMCA, we would love to, after the parade. And in fact, you don't even have to like go back to your car. You can bring your chairs, your blankets, go to the gym and just hang out and get warm. Cool. So. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, one of a couple changes this year, and Santa will be at Flagstar Bank downtown after that. So, very cool. What's your favorite Christmas movie, Tom? Well, I've got to say Christmas Story or uh, <laughs> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So, so I, good. Those are both on all year. Uh, I think Home Alone's probably the favorite in our house. Yeah. How about you? Uh, those are probably mine, too. How about you, Caitlin? I would say Home Alone or Polar Express. Polar Express. I uh -huh. love Polar Express. Uh -huh. That's a good one. Yes. Yeah. My mom's been uh, reporting that the Hallmark Channel has been heavy into Christmas music, uh, Christmas movies already, mm -hmm. and so she, yeah. uh, she's been watching them. You know what happens in those movies? There's, a, there's <laughs> no surprise ending. No, there's, uh, 
There's a big city girl who goes back to her hometown and falls for the high school sweetheart and the flannel shirt. It happens yeah. every yeah. single Lifetime movie. And yeah. chances are he works at the pharmacy. And chances are they have a they go on to have a beautiful, <laughs> loving family. And uh, the snooty, rich ex-husband from New York City goes on his merry way. Did we cover it? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, yeah, that sums it up. So you're writing a script now, right? Well, I just, I've seen a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I was at uh, the cafeteria in the uh, student center on Sunday. I wouldn't call that a cafeteria. They, well, it's a, what do you call it? The, the dining commons. Yeah. Dining commons. Yes. And they, yeah. on Sundays, you can go and have brunch. It's mm -hmm. open to the community, and mm -hmm. they'd love mm -hmm. uh, to see you. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Plenty of choices. Plenty of choices. Including Milo's uh, lemonade. Is it lemonade? Uh, yeah. Iced tea. Iced tea. lemonade. Yeah. Iced tea. Yeah. Yep. Ice tea. So, tell us a little bit more about how the uh, Arbor FM is uh, doing. That's your latest addition to your stable of stations. It is going really well. People are really enjoying it. Uh, it is like it was a dream of ours that I had just one station there, but two stations, mm -hmm. and so we premiered it about a, about a year and a half ago now. Uh, it's been people are loving it. People more, more every day. People are hearing about it, listening, and keeping it on all all day long. Very so cool. it's it's great. Big uh, big day on campus tomorrow as Spring Arbor is hosting, I think, 1,300 kids from Western schools. Uh, yeah. Should be a big day. You guys uh, going to be involved in that at all? Uh, not a lot, but I have heard that uh, the mascot, the new mascot, which premiered uh, this past summer, is going to be out there and okay. uh, be fun with the kids. On. And so it's going to be a great time. It's, it's always busy on campus, no matter who's going to yeah. be out there. Did the so. mascot get a name yet? Uh, Blue, I believe, is the name. Okay, all right. So good. There were some good choices. Have you met him? I have not. Mm -hmm. I have not. I met him at the kickoff to the 150th anniversary year. Okay. And he seems very friendly, but doesn't talk. Well, yeah, it's yeah not supposed to. You lose the magic if he talked, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin, uh, uh, go, coming from uh, from Olivet to Spring Arbor and Jackson, uh, what do you, what do you like so far about uh, the community that you're uh, working in? Oh, I love the people and the places because living in a smaller town, you know, coming to Jackson, it's like, whoa, and everyone's like, yeah, and I'm like, but I love it. <laughs> um, I love sprawling out and seeing the places and meeting new people and having the events that we have yeah. gives me that opportunity to be in the community even more than I am already. So um, ultimately the people, for sure. Awesome. Well, we're excited uh, that it's Christmas music season and uh, mm -hmm. can't wait. Can't wait to get started. We'll see you guys down at the uh, the parade. I'm sure. Looking forward to that again. That is a week yep. from this Friday. So thank you guys so much for being here today. No, thanks, thank guys. Thank you, Tom Davis and Caitlin Sheets from SAU Radio. More of the morning show after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. The Center for Family Health invites you to be a flu fighter this year. Get your flu shot, and you can also get your COVID booster at the same time. Center for Family Health offering walk-in Appointments just show up uh, between the hours of 8 and 4, Monday through Friday, at either the downtown location or at the health center at Parkside. Evening appointments also available. Just call 748 5500. 
It's more important than ever before. Flu season is upon us. Center for Family Health leading the community to health care for all for more than 30 years. We'd like to now welcome one of our downtown neighbors from Grand River Brewery, Wesley Whitman. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing really well, especially now that I know that you have a menu item back. Pizza? Oh, that menu. A whole menu section back. Pizza? I was thinking a single item. You had me going for a no, second. No, the whole section. No, we got, we got the whole thing back. So Thank you. Our, our pizza, pizza oven's back open, uh, full service. We're going to be doing uh, dinner service seven days a week. Uh, and we're excited. We're, I missed it. Yes. I missed it, too. We, uh, oh, there it is. Here, here and that's go. the plain cheese, too. That's the cheese. Yeah, we're doing, uh, we have a slightly uh, remodeled dough recipe going. It's absolutely delicious. We're pumping out pizzas left and right. Uh, and Strombolis are back. Our, our pizza poppers are back on. And it's, uh, it's been good. We, uh, we just started this week with, uh, with seven days a week. And then hopefully very soon, we'll be starting on brunch pizzas awesome. as well wow so being able to do uh pizza all day saturday and sunday yeah uh open to close and that's when we're, we're getting it gradually ramped back up again and uh being able to serve jackson the best pizza we can i think so. we're entering the season of meet people for a drink season you know as yes. we get close to the holidays and and you're a great spot for that yeah definitely it's meet people for a drink season or uh get away from people for a drink season yes <laughs> also very, very much happening right now Thanksgiving. Uh, we've been talking about that um, this morning. So you got yeah. anything we can get yeah. that uh, we don't have to make? Yes, we have a full uh, full menu uh, for people to pick up and oh. uh, order for their holiday parties, their Thanksgiving dinners. Uh, it's going to be uh, pick up is on the 23rd, day before Thanksgiving. And uh, you can order either the large dinner, the family dinner, which uh, feeds four to six. Large feeds, uh, I think, uh, 12 to 14 people. Uh, and then you have a la carte options as well. And these are kind of our Thanksgiving, uh, like, just amazing options for your family. Uh, and then we're also going to be doing a Friendsgiving all throughout the month of November. Uh, and also into December, we're doing uh, Christmas, Christmas in the Boardroom, uh, which is going to be a just chance for people to go out in lar or small groups with mm -hmm. their friends and family and enjoy our cool. uh, boardroom space over at uh, the brewery, which is a little intimate kind of uh, dining space, $100 rental fee, and then cool. we're going to be doing, uh, doing small service dinners. Uh, th we're thinking $35 a head right now, and you can get kind of a nice holiday dinner with yeah. your friends in a private space that's got a TV, a little lounge, uh, and just a great ambiance. Yeah, it's cool. If you do that, you'll feel like you own the place. Yes. I, uh, I promise you. Um, you also have uh, something that I don't think I qualified for. For Battle of the Beards. Battle of the Beards is coming on. <laughs> yes. So we're doing a couple. Noah, Noah would qualify. Yeah, we're doing we're doing a couple beard based uh, beard based kind of uh, events this month. Obviously, we were doing uh, we're doing Movember and No Shave November for our staff members. So and you just started. Hence, uh, <laughs> hence why I'm rocking my mustache. You got right an eight now. day going right now. I like it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's a little stubble, but. Uh, and then for towards the end of the month here, we're going to be doing Battle of the Beards. So we're going to be attempting to, to really show Jackson a fun time, be a little beard competition. Uh, and it's open for all people. Uh, doesn't, you don't have to have a big burly beard. There's going to be lots of different categories and, uh, and different uh, kind of competitions to play. And obviously there's the mustache style to handlebar mustaches or really nicely shaved mustaches, full beard, uh, the four-inch 
uh, to eight inch category, which is kind of that mid size beer, the uh, the full size like eight inch, twelve inch beer. <laughs> That's crazy. I've never had. I think I've only had an eight inch beer like one time. That's a commitment. Before. It's it a is. lifestyle. It is. Uh, and then like the massive, like the, the twelve inch beer down to your your belly button kind of competition. <laughs> goatees. See if you can go grow yeah. goatee in a couple weeks, uh, or best overall as well. So like uh, really nice trims and things like that. Nice. And this is something that we uh, we've been interested in, and we're we're happy to do it. And it's all to benefit. Uh, Suck at Suicide, cool. which is an amazing organization that uh, helps bring around suicide awareness and uh, really help people get through tough times in their lives and Very times good. that they need uh, need help. Very good. I know uh, people with beards for the first time, they don't realize there's food uh, that collects. <laughs> is, it, is it okay to mention that? There's Always. Yeah. It's all, you you got to care about what you look like, especially when you got a big old beard. You know, you, you know people are looking. <laughs> <laughs> it's some, you know, you keep it for later and then you have a snack. No, I was not talking about Noah. No, he <laughs> was talking about Santa Claus is who you were talking about. Do you... Uh, <laughs> beer, we've got a new beer. Well, I was going to say is, does everyone remember when that car graciously entered the Grand River Brewery wall and made a garage door? <laughs> well, we will permanently remember that. Uh, and it's being memori memorialized again this year with drive through Brew. Uh, the time that somebody decided to drive through our brews. Uh, but no, the, uh, the new beer has been released, our new can and the graphic is coming out, and we have a coordinated shirt to go with it as well. Cool. So it's, uh, it's really, really delicious, dark lager. Uh, it's one of those ones that is adding a little uh, levity to a, at one point, very uh, irritating and dangerous situation. <laughs> but nuts. It's, uh, it's now funny, and it's something that we've kind of grown past, and it's going to be a... A staple for us for for quite a while. You guys I think should. The, the driver fled too, didn't? Well, you? I was gonna say we should uh, get yes. the driver <laughs> the driver to come and we That's do like a yeah. big old ceremony. Uh, I, I think the driver can stand us. <laughs> do whatever <laughs> they want to do. Uh, the driver did flee. Yes, didn't get very far, but did flee. That <laughs> <laughs> was just that was. Amazing. No, that's not my car. No, <laughs> and that didn't that happen in the winter? When did that happen? Uh, that happened. Oh, I'm gonna forget. It was either it was just after a holiday, and I'm going to forget yeah. which one. Well, mm -hmm. Either way, we are. Uh, this is a great way to uh, memorialize that event forever. <laughs> yes, and uh, it was it was <laughs> definitely dangerous, but now very funny. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, because people could have been in that room. Oh, the whole thing. Yeah, Actually, for people sure. were in that room moments people before were that car went through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, staff members were finishing up their night, and then mm -hmm. car came through. What about a, uh, you guys have a winter warm-up going? What is that? Yeah, winter warm-up is coming up. So that is actually going to be uh, another beer-based event for cool. us. It's coming up on the 23rd. Uh, this is something where we're going to be doing eight specialty release beers uh, that are, some, we're going to be just doing single six-barrel batches of beer. Uh, we're we're going to kind of have the brewers sit there to serve, talk about them, and mingle around in our barrel room. Uh, this is a one night only event. You can only get these beers on the 23rd between 5 p.m. to close. And what that's a, it. What a good price, too. Wow. Yes. And it is, yeah, it, we really want to show people uh, we have our staples. We have amazing products, but we also want to have a little bit of, of fun with it. And we're, we're going to have some really cool fun releases for this. And that uh, is, excited. is that the night before Thanksgiving? Uh, yes, it is. Oh, my goodness. What the That's heck? why it's the winter warm-up. <laughs> Uh, so when you want to get out from the family and go yeah. out for a couple of drinks, you know, you can get something very unique. That's cool. Uh, on on uh, day before Thanksgiving, for sure. Biggest bar night of the year. No doubt. Yeah. Great to see you, Wesley. Thanks for being here. It's great seeing y'all as well. Thank you. And thanks Thank for you. bringing back the pizza. Yes. Yes. I'm happy. You. I'm happy it's back too. <laughs> uh, Grand River Brewery, General Manager, Wesley Whitman.
More of the Morning Show right after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to the Morning Show. Andy, there's a new law in New York City that employers are required to post the job uh, salaries what? in the ads. So cool. the New York Times uh, found some of the jobs, and I'm going to ask you if you know how much these people might be making. I'm pretty good at this. Sous chef at Per Se, a three Michelin star restaurant. A per sous chef? Se, sous chef. Uh, a sous chef, 122. Uh, 70,000. Okay. Uh, superintendent of train signals at New York Transit. Man. Uh, mm. 250,000. 104 to 154. Okay. Uh, exhibit coordinator at the Whitney Museum of Art. Uh, 98,000. Uh, 60,000. News anchor at WCBS TV. Uh, 250,000. That's it? Yeah. Good job. Wow. We'll stop your head. <laughs> a, lot to, uh, a lot coming up on JTV. We're going to have a food circus featuring Ogma Brewing Company. That's uh, going to be shot this week. We also have a feature on how equipment coming up and of course tons of high school sports and uh, all available on our website join us tomorrow dan gallagher napoleon township supervisor ed hatfield downtown christmas parade director and realtor logan everett later today dave wooden audrey bergen bethany stutzman linda haas and julie johnson thanks for watching don't forget to vote we'll see you this afternoon <laughs>